0: what's up everybody it's Gracie from me how listen welcome to another episode today I'm gonna to be talking with Danny from off-the-cuff podcast and we're talking about that one uh, real. that I'm sure you guys have seen how it's hella it fucking weird being Mexican American right now and it kind of is so we're gonna talk about it what we identify as what we feel like our dreams have been leading us up to that uh, and then just kind of our advice and what, what we've experienced um, you know, just trying to find ourselves within our culture. So yeah, that's what's up. That's our episode for today. Let's jump in. But this this concept of what are we calling ourselves? What do you, what are we?
1: Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, no, I don't know. I I I guess I I don't want to say I'm confused. I'm not confused. And another thing that got mentioned in the in that little comment from the post was that our ancestors will speak to us and we will know. So that, that made me really think about, you know, when I shared with you a while ago that sometimes, you know, when I go into nature, I get very emotional. And I do believe that that is my ancestors. Mm -hmm. There's a reason why I feel that way. That's not, that's not by accident. That's not because I'm some, some overly emotional person. I mean, I do have a lot of feelings, but if that's the case then why only when I'm in nature not at random places do you know what I mean
0: yeah I I feel that same way too
1: yeah so um I thought it was an interesting post and I and I do think that a lot of what this commenter shared and I wish I had the comment you know what's gonna drive me crazy later (laughs) on today I'm gonna go look for it. it and I'm gonna I'm gonna screenshot that baby um, because all I did was comment on it and so when I go to my activity on Instagram I can see but it doesn't show me the entire um, the entire post but I thought what he said and a lot of people were really agreeing with him uh, another thing that came up is gatekeeping yeah I feel two ways about that sometimes I think gatekeeping might be a little necessary especially when we're talking about these cultures that are uh, endangered, mm-hmm. that are you know, for a lot of reasons, there just aren't a, a lot of people from that culture left, and the design, I think it's, yeah, and, I, and I, maybe the word gatekeeping is not the right word to use. Maybe the word to use is protecting, because I
0: think that's a lot of what I think there, these I indigenous think tribes, what's behind it, right? I think it's protection, protecting the of protecting when you're caring mm-hmm. for something. I think it's gatekeeping when you are trying to prevent someone from succeeding or from someone from evolving. Yeah. Or changing no, themselves. I,
1: yes, I agree. I agree. I think that if somebody wants to genuinely learn about their culture, so like, for example, I know we've talked about the 23 and Me. Yeah. I don't know what will come from that. I don't know my bloodline. I don't know where I come from. And I've, I have always been very curious about it because i remember doing some re- research on my last name and my last name is not very common and i remember reading something about how there's german mm-hmm. like in my family and i'm like well i mean i guess that makes sense i, I don't really know but i never really and this was before like the days of 23 and Me and ancestry.com yeah. so i mean this was a long time ago so i've always been very curious about where i come from and even just the person that i am because Yes, in a lot of ways I am like certain family members, but there's also parts of me that I'm like, where does that come from? I don't know how where that ties. So, I think that if a person genuinely wants to learn about where they come from and their history and their ancestry, then yes, gatekeeping is not good because you're not let you're not allowing them to know their true selves because I think that that's what it's about. But when you have people who want are are learning things and you give them access and then they basically want to make a profit off of it, that's where I feel like the gatekeeping is yeah. important. But again, I don't like the word gatekeeping in this in that sense. I think it's more protecting. Yeah. Because something Yeah, because then
0: you have people coming in and appropriating culture and
1: Exactly. And yeah. and then that's what the
0: government's doing right now and erasing yeah. culture from
1: history. And and that's and that's what I think kind of takes me back to it's a trend, right? Like yeah. are people doing it because it's trending right now? Which is unfortunate because you, we shouldn't be taking advantage of those things. This is this is very real and to your point with the government wanting to erase history, um you know, why are you trying it's almost like people are making fun of a culture or A person and we really shouldn't be doing that. So I felt a lot of different things when I saw the post. I also felt like, you know, cause one of the things that it sounded like was happening was a lot of people are now identifying as Latino, Latina, uh, you know, other terms that were brought up. And there was a question of why, why now? And I feel like some of it also might have to do and I actually uh have an episode Kat and I were talking about this it's the episode was called growing up in a Latino household Mm. and how when we were younger we were almost ashamed to be Latino or Latina like we wanted to be like our white counterparts our white friends because of how we were treated and I almost feel like maybe we're seeing a lot more of it because I think A lot of people are they feel comfortable now they know that it's safe to
0: it's a a whole generation yeah definitely it's a whole generation that's discovering themselves and I think my question I was thinking when you were talking about well you know we're talking about a post that and I'll share the post but we're talking about a post that um was it's a it's a girl and she's struggling she or she's talking about (laughs) uh she's talking about uh you know struggling to identify like so, you know, Latino, like you're saying, Latino, Latin, Latinx, Hispanic, Mexican American, Nozabo, like there's so many different identifiers. Um, and and in, in there, she's talking about how, you know, people are being made fun of because it's, you know, for some reason, it's a trend right now to um, get in touch with their indigenous roots or just their roots. Um, but why is it a trend? And I think it's a trend because bullshit in a trend. And when it comes to social media trend, who knows, I don't know why, but I Mm. think it's a trend because it. we're a whole generation now. I mean, I was born in the 80s and we're a whole generation who are being allowed to feel, allowed to recognize things in ourselves that our parents weren't. So my mom grew up, her parents um, were from Corpus, but, you know, and they spoke Spanish in the house. They weren't allowed to speak Spanish outside the house. Like yeah. they wanted them to assimilate. And one of the mm-hmm. reasons my mom didn't forcibly, or not forcibly, I'm sorry, intently teach me Spanish was because she wanted me to fit in. And she didn't want me yeah. to be made fun of. And, yeah. you know, the, uh, that's a double-edged sword because now, you know, I did grow up being made fun of because I, I didn't speak Spanish. If I was growing up now, I would I would probably be called a Nosabo kid. Yeah, I mean, that I understand more than I, I, I can speak, but yeah, I, I don't I, definitely say I'm fluent.
1: Sure, I want to go back to the Nosabo kids because I actually had to look that up. I don't, I had never heard of it until recently. I was like, oh, I didn't know that was a thing. But uh, I, admittedly, I I am raising a Nosabo kid, <laughs> which I'm kind of disappointed in myself for. But that's neither here nor there. Um, yeah, I want to say that because. I know I mentioned it, and I know I said that Kat and I had a conversation about how back in the day it was just kind of like embarrassing to be Hispanic or Latino or Latina. I have to admit that I don't think I remember ever being made fun of for for that. And I it's it's likely because of maybe the area that I grew up in. Yeah. It was primarily Hispanic and. If if it was happening, I may have just been too much of a kid to know that it was yeah. actually going on. But I I will say that I never experienced anyone. I don't I don't remember it. You yeah. know I don't I don't remember. I do know that it's real. I'm not saying that it's not a real thing, but I don't remember ever having experienced being. I mean, I got made fun of for being poor, but and maybe that is a Latino thing. Well, you know, I'll just... say because
0: you grew up here in San Antonio, right? Mm-hmm. and i grew up in houston houston is much more diverse than san antonio mm-hmm. like coming to san antonio moving i've, I've been, I lived here since 2018. so mm-hmm. coming from houston to here it was a huge culture shock for me mm-hmm. um because in, in my you know group of friends in houston or you know people that i'm close with i have black people i have latino people i have Vietnamese people i have Cambodian people if I wanted Jamaican food I could go down to the corner like you know or around the block or you know mm-hmm. one neighborhood over and get it you know Indian food mm-hmm. 24-7 in San Antonio culture food friends it's it's so odd to me it's like I feel like San Antonio is segregated oh like there are pockets and I, and I say naturally because I don't know how it happened I don't know whether it it happened naturally or, you know, historically, there anybody any part of government took, took uh, part of it. The way every, I, everybody landed here. I don't know the, the history of San Antonio, but um, there's pockets in San Antonio where it's primarily Hispanic, primarily white, primarily black, mm-hmm. primarily, you know, different cultures.
1: I, I agree with that. And I, I could say, you know, the west side of San Antonio is, you know, Latinos. You got the east side and that's your you're you're black people Mm -hmm. i don't know how it came to be like that either
0: yeah i don't know how it came to be like that so just to myself i always thought like
1: well and now that now well now that you say that i think that even growing up i just always knew like whenever people would make comments you know about when we oh we're going up to the north side Ooh, the north side is so bougie up there you go to the north side it's like It's all right. (laughs) I don't know about all that, (laughs) but no. But I get it. You know. But you're right. It is very segregated, and I actually don't know how it got to be that way. I mean, I'd have to ask. You know, maybe my mom. Maybe she might be able to expand on that. Like when she was growing up, was it like that too, or did it just?
0: Yeah. How did everybody land that way? Yeah.
1: And I'm sure that there is there are people who know. You know, I I I could probably reach out to some people you know that I've
0: done work with that would be a great topic for another episode I'm so interested in that
1: yeah yeah so I guess like from where you're coming from I can see how it would be a culture shock because you have like this melting pot of people that are just living together and uh then you come to San Antonio and it's like
0: Wait, what? Well, so that was my point was that, you know, it doesn't surprise me that you say you don't realize that. I mean, it, also you were a kid, you know, but um, you probably in your name, you know, unless you went outside of your neighborhood, you didn't see anybody else.
1: No, was just my people.
0: From you. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, just my people. And what, you know, what's funny is that I know this, this, this is going to sound real bad, but like there were some white people, some Caucasian people living up in our area and it was always, like, a shiny new thing. Like, ooh. Oh, really? But also, not... You, obviously, you could tell, like, which one of these doesn't belong. Mm-hmm. But we also, I will say this about my people, and this is the thing that, like, just kills me about why, about how we are treated. But we're also very loving and accepting people, at least from what I've seen. I, I've never witnessed you know actually that is a lie my grandma did not like anybody outside of our culture in fact she gave my aunt a hard time for marrying a white man and I'm like okay that's funny um but no it was never like we never were like you can't sit with us you know like we were all just this we were just the same people going to the same school but I but it was very obvious that, you know, oh, there was this white person that just was randomly
0: in a primarily Hispanic school. Mm-hmm. Um, Dude, literally in my high school, we had two, two white people. They were brother and sister. Like, that's <laughs> it. Yeah. But for me, high yeah. school was a whole nother thing. I mean, that was when I realized that there's people other than Mexican-Americans. So I say that, so right, like Houston is diverse, but growing up, I knew black people, I knew white people, I knew Asian people. And the only, the only other Latino people I knew were my family. Mm. And so when I got to high school, and I'll say in Houston, if anybody's listening from Houston, um, I went to school in Second Ward. And so that's like, it reminds me a lot of the South Side here. What is Second Ward? That so it's sounds like a neighborhood me. in Houston. Um, it's mostly Hispanic. It's mostly Hispanic and it's called second ward? Yeah, in Houston it's it's there's wards. I mean there's neighborhoods too, but yeah. uh, I guess like um, when Houston started getting sectioned off back in the day, it, you oh. know, it was like areas, zip codes, areas, second ward, third ward, fourth ward, fourth oh. ward. Um and then they expanded you know, as Houston grew, there's different little neighborhoods and pockets. But um mm. so I went to school over off Telephone Road. I went to Stephen F. Austin High School. When I got mm. there, and, th- and I'll say that was across town for me. I used to ride the bus almost almost an hour two hours to get there. Um, I was the odd one out because I lived in the Heights, which was t- was called a white neighborhood. Mm. Um, and I didn't fluently speak Spanish. I'm light-skinned. So I was the odd duck out there. And there I got there, I'm used to, I went to middle school in fourth ward, which is called Freeman's town. So this is the area of town where slaves when slaves were first set free. This is where they settled. So I went to a primary, to a, a, a middle school that was in a primarily black neighborhood. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I got exposed to a lot, but mm-hmm. there, there was, you know, there was fights between kids and it was like, I wouldn't call them games. But, you know, it was different groups. Yeah, You know? Yeah. In high school, it was like, fuck you, I'm not Mexican, I'm Salvadorian. Fuck you, I'm not this, I'm that. Fuck you, I'm not this, I'm that. And I realized for the first time in my life, and I feel foolish because it happened so late in life for me in high school, that there were other cultures other than Mexican-American. Yeah. This is the first time I'm being around other cultures other than Mexican-American. I mean, I think I had met, like, my mom's Chilean coworker that was about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or like my my side of the family and um my my aunt married um married, divorced and remarried. Both both men were Salvadoran. So mm-hmm. my cousins and and my uncles Salvadoran. But that's it. I I you know, I didn't and I think maybe growing up I didn't even realize that my cousins were from El Salvador or you know or that they're not from El Salvador they were born here but you know that they were Salvadoran in <laughs> culture. Yeah. And so I, I didn't realize that there was a difference outside of my family until I got to high school and I realized that there's all these other cultures. Yeah, And I liked it. I mean, I for me, it was like I was always different. You know, I I was never and even to this day, I don't ever I don't identify myself as Mexican-American. I've never even been to Mexico. Oh, yeah. You know, I don't have family there. Or, I mean, I'm sure I do, but I don't know them. But I, I, I don't know that side, you know, but I grew up what everybody else, you know, I, all the other Mexican-Americans here that do identify that as that, or feel some connection to that term. Um, you know, I do, I did grow up listening to Tejano. I did grow up speaking English. I did grow up eating all the Mexican-American foods. Do I feel like I would say that I'm Mexican-American? No, because I don't have any root there. That I know of, you know, I'm sure my bloodline came from there, Well, it does come from there. We, did, I did my 23andMe, you know, but my my parents have been here for so long, so I always identify as Tejana because, right? I, I know Texas more than I know Mexico, you know. Um, are your parents from here, or they're from Mexico? No, they're my 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 mom is from Corpus, my dad, um, from mm. Houston, but his family was from San Antonio. Yeah, and so. Like, you know, I, I did my 23andMe and I showed you like it's mm-hmm. half European and half Mexican-American and all the Mexican-American is in Texas.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, You know, I guess I don't. It's probably just been something that's ingrained in me, but I would have to say if somebody asked me how do I identify, I would probably I, say Hispanic. Hispanic. And not. And I've never really looked up. You know, I, I mentioned that TikTok earlier. I don't know if what that that person was saying is true, right? Hispanic is a made up term, you know, by our our colonizing friends. You know, probably. Yes. I've never really looked it up. To me, Mexican American is probably closest to that. Um, I I I, I guess I'm like you, right? I, I now I have been to Mexico a couple of times. My my grandparents are from Mexico, and I have family that lives over there but um to me mexican american is i would say probably that's who my grandparents were like yeah. they're more mexican american than than me or my even my mom you know yeah. my you know my 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 aunts and uncles but i think either way regardless of how you identify there's this whole umbrella of people from south america yeah and I, I agree with there are people who are trying to tear all of those people who follow under that umbrella tear us down the middle oh, because for sure. again you know when when there's you know there's power in numbers right and uh, I will just say that there are now officially more of us than there are of them we are in the and I numbers. feel I feel like a lot of people are afraid they're scared of that mm-hmm and that's why we are where we're at today that's why there's so much of wanting to erase history and you know we can't we can't let them know and the reality is that you can't hide the truth forever right uh you can try you you most definitely can't try but i just think that a lot of these truths are coming out and anything that the other side anything that they can do to tear us down the middle is really what's going to be to their benefit so again going back to not to like be repetitive and go back to the same person and their posts and their comment but i do think that there's some truth in that we do have to be a little bit careful i agree to some extent the gatekeeping again i wouldn't call it gatekeeping i think that the word protecting is a little bit more appropriate
0: yeah
1: um i do also think that if this would be my advice to anybody who is trying to figure out themselves because this is where i'm at this is my journey so before anybody comes for me (laughs) um just be true to who you are and and take some time to to listen Mm -hmm. if you want to know who you are where you come from i highly encourage and highly recommend that you just go out to a place where it's quiet and it's still and you are free from distraction turn off your phone um don't post get you know like that's the other thing too we always want to put our shit up on social media like just be and pay attention and listen because you could really find some connection because we all come from that place before you know technology before all of that we were all the people who we were connected to earth we were grounded we were way grounded yeah and if you can find a place no matter where that is for you to just truly connect um your ancestors will talk to you and they will talk to you when they know that you are being genuine about it that's that's the best advice that i could really give to anybody who's trying to figure themselves out because that's one of the things that gets mentioned in that post is that your your ancestors will guide you they will yeah. but you have to you have to be open and you have to really pay attention and that that's hard because we are now a society that is just so like it's we're we are on our phones we are
0: yeah.
1: um you know so it's hard to free ourselves from distractions but when you do even if it's just for a little bit um you'll know you 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 will know i i don't know what that looks like i i can only share what that looks like for me um mm-hmm. uh, and it's different for everybody but i i would say that's the best way to do it and and from there just kind of let your intuition guide you cuz you know you're not going to steer yourself wrong and and neither are your ancestors so that's really the best thing that i can say um i i do think that we need to just like let's let's just stop being caught up in the hype you Mm -hmm. know just the hype of oh you know like this is what's going on right now on social media and I want to dress myself up in all the and I want to do all this like if that's who you are if that's what resonates go for it but like even you yourself you know who you are and you know what's not real and I say this because I know I talked to you about the rebranding process. Right. And me trying to really get back to like myself, this whole deconstruction of who I am and just rebuilding. And I firmly believe that I'm craving that kind of a change because me, myself, like my body, I just know like, this is not who you are. Yeah. What are you doing? You know? So like you yourself, you will know when you are not being your true authentic self, like your body just knows. And that too, I believe, is your ancestors talking to you because they're like, nah, <laughs> I don't know who this is, but that's not what that's we're not about. <laughs> so I'm going to need you to, you know, yeah. and I'll, I'll share a little bit about this. I'm really trying to just become comfortable with who I am and, and like in my own skin. I went to this, um... I've shared a a Facebook post about it, but I went to this feedback session uh, for uh, an education center that's going to be built at the at at a food forest here in San Antonio. And they have this band playing and I wish I could remember their name because I was trying to look them up on Instagram. (laughs) But the music they were playing, it was like a it was very like there was a cumbia, Tejano, like. It was very interesting to me and then there wasn't anybody singing the guy that was on the drums like he would throw in like little phrases every now and then but it was a lot about like uh you know you're you know if you if you were here and you planted a tree you know go go and talk to that space you know because you put that in the earth you know and i was like wow this is cool and that's what made me gravitate closer to the band and then what was funny is that like inside of me i really wanted to dance but I, for whatever reason, was not comfortable doing it. Yeah. And then someone invited me in to go dance like, hey, come on, like, come dance. And I, I, I was dancing and I don't know why I was so afraid to, um, to, to open up that way. Yeah, I don't know. And I'm trying to be better at that, right? Like, who cares who's watching? And the reality is, is to be honest, nobody was watching. Everybody was doing their own thing. And it, even the people who were dancing, they were doing their own thing. Like they could care less yeah. what you look like, what you were dancing like, whether you knew how to dance or not. It wasn't even about that. It was about feeling the moment at, at, or feeling the energy at that moment. And I just was like, OK, what's happening right now? Like, why are you so afraid? Because someone's inviting you to be who you are. So just do that. And it kind of just, it just makes me think about again, like what I said earlier, a lot of us, I think are just now beginning to feel comfortable in who we really are. And that's what we need is we need those spaces to feel comfortable and allow ourselves to be who we are without being made fun of or without people looking at us and making comments like that. That's always gonna be, someone's always gonna not understand. That's what I, when people are making comments it's because they don't understand. and
0: or they're or they're like you said not allowing themselves to feel their their authentic self they're not so into them with who they are comfortable with who they are
1: exactly exactly and so i'm really just trying to get away from all of that and just because i know who i am because i'm that person in my house you know i I can dance i love dancing i dance in my garage all the time you know but um i i to be able to do that in front of other people there's just something that's kind of like still holding me back and i just want to let that go like just it doesn't matter so as i was leaving i actually had to take off because i was going to another like volunteer event um as i was leaving i heard the band talking and the band was talking about how you know this music it the music that they were playing Was did have some ancestral roots. And so when you're out here and you feel like this beat and you want to dance, just do it because that's how it was back then. People dancing has been around for ages and that's what people used to do. And dancing is a very, it's a way to relieve stress. It's a way to relieve fear. It's a way to just regulate your body when something is not right. Mm -hmm. and and then it kind of he started to go into um the the um you know the what is the word I'm looking for the the ritual of it right you know why people were dancing and people dance for many different reasons but I wish I would have not left so soon because he was saying that I was like wait what is he saying this is so good like I need to be listening to this but I had to take off but anyway I, I I think that you know uh for me personally i'm gonna get there uh yeah. it, it'll I'm, I'm a work in progress but i definitely more and more There's certain things that i'm doing that i'm like yeah this doesn't this doesn't serve you anymore this isn't this isn't who you are yeah. so stop trying to be that person or stop trying to do those things because there's already enough of that out there yeah and that's also something i'll share with anybody else who is, is trying to make a change is trying to learn and grow and, and be their true authentic selves is just like, just, you know, who you are and just, just be that person because there's already too much of the other stuff that we're seeing. That's why you want, that's why we want to be like that because we see it everywhere. Mm-hmm.
0: So don't, don't, don't follow the status quo. Don't be afraid too- to be who you are, whatever it is that you feel, whatever that, whatever, your, wherever your intuition guides you, like, you know don't be afraid to embrace any of that i mean i think it's a continuous journey mm-hmm. i think now for me you know where i started me hellison and and everything i i am in a, a time period in my life where i'm trying to figure myself out mm-hmm. as a woman um mm-hmm. but listening to you now and in this conversation i'm realizing like i've been on this journey for a long time mm-hmm. because you know i i was called like avach and i was called like you know wet on all of that growing up and in high school. And um, like I said, if I were growing up now, I would be I would have been called a no kid in high school. <laughs> um but I, I'm re- you know, I'm realizing in this conversation now is like I have been on that journey for a long time because I am grateful to my mother because she um she really taught me to follow my intuition to listen to my gut and to myself and to my head and my heart and trust that and trust God more than anything in the world mm. um, and I think that's what's allowed me to connect to my culture that's what's allowed me to you know despite being made fun of just despite you know like I, I, there's just always been a line in, in the Hispanic community between me and them it's just like yeah I'm a part of it yes my last name growing up was Gonzalez yes you know I listen and eat and do all the same things that you, everybody else does but because I do have European blood in me because I was so light skinned because I didn't speak Spanish fluently I, w- I was always made fun of and I always was made to feel like I wasn't um, mm-hmm. a real Latina mm-hmm. and, which is absolutely yes I mean I remember even even in, in my corporate job in um, Houston uh, I don't know what <laughs> I can't even remember what we were talking about. Um, But there was was a woman there and she was an older woman. She was like in her 60s. uh, And she told me, she's like, what kind of Latina are you? You're not even a real Latina. I was like, excuse me? (laughs) (laughs) And let me just say. What do you mean right now? (laughs) This woman (laughs) had no boundaries and uh, was in trouble with HR all the time. All kinds of. Was
1: shit. she? That
0: was was she Latina too? Yeah, she was a Latina. <laughs> she was a Latina. I don't. I don't know her heritage or her background or what. But um, yeah, she was a Latina. But uh, anyways, the, that that woman was a trip. A trip. An absolute trip. But anyways, um, so you know, even as an adult, I. I I was questioned or got made fun of or whatever it is. You know, there was always, it was always there was always a question. I was never. I I I've never felt like I was. Um. I I always felt community adjacent. Hmm. If that makes any sense, you know. Yeah. Um. And I and I say I'm grateful to my mom who taught me to follow my intuition because, like you said. The music being outside, I you know, I we've connected over that, like here, in, especially for me here in San Antonio. And I've said, I think I said it on our last on our my episode that I did with you. Um, I don't think that I would feel or, or be in the place that I am if I if I still lived in Houston, if I didn't live in San Antonio, really? Yeah, wow. Um, okay, so I followed my intuition and I at some point stopped listening to everyone and just embraced my culture and embraced, you know, Mm -hmm. what I was I I mean, I was I grew up as I guess what people would call as a Mexican American, you know? Yeah. Um I I grew up with all of that. I speak Spanglish. I um my husband even asked me yesterday, he's like, why do you speak Spanish when you're mad? Um, he's like, Or why do you only speak Spanish when you're mad? And I was like (laughs) Yeah I was like um because we feel all of our heightened emotions naturally mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. come in Spanish, okay? we we uh, that's a whole nother topic. but um I, I allowed myself to just feel all of that and and stop listening to everybody outside and um, all of the outside voices and started listening to the inside voices. I, I do feel um, again, like I said, I, I identify as Tejana. Um, but when I'm out there in nature, especially here in San Antonio, I do feel my ancestors. I do feel my people. I do, um, feel connected to the culture. I remember specifically my husband and I were at, and this was in Houston, we were at Casa Ramirez, which is an absolute awesome, beautiful, um, Mexican, uh, shop in in Houston, Texas on 19th street. It's called Casa Ramirez, and they have all kinds of beautiful art and um, things. It's a like a little retail shop. Um, but they have like Mexican artists, they have different things. And the guy who, you know, Mauricio, he, he passed away, but he was from San Antonio. And so when we lived in Houston, we um, met him and we spoke with him. He and my husband connected because my husband was from San Antonio or he mm. is from San Antonio. And, um, so they connected and it's a beautiful shop. I love it so much. I miss it. Um, but every time I walked in there, it felt like home. And that's why, Aww. because it was so representative of our culture. Mm. And, um, they do a big, um, De Los Marcos parade every year. And mm-hmm. I remember my husband and I, I don't remember what year it was. It was before we had kids, but, um, we were there for the parade and there were you know indigenous dancers indigenous music happening so it was a, a more traditional parade it wasn't necessarily like a dolled up touristy kind of a parade mm-hmm. um and there was indigenous music indigenous dancers and all of that happening and I remember we were just both in awe and watching it happen and And I had been to those before, but never next to my husband. And we kind of, there was a moment where we looked at each other and we were both teary-eyed and we just felt something so much greater than ourselves. And, you know, he asked me, he's like, what's happening here? Why are we reacting this way? And I was like, it's something, and and it's that. It's just that it's something greater than ourselves when you're around um, Mexican music or indigenous music. And it, cause it's even happened for, for me, like when I hear like Native American music, mm. it, you know, it does evoke something in you because it is your ancestors. It is something greater than yourself, something, you know, that's just in your DNA, in your blood, in your in your history. And you're just not even aware of it in the present day. Um, and most days you won't ever be aware of it. But when you listen to those inner voices and you feel connected to those things, it does move you, and it is powerful. And so, I think if you start giving attention to those things, um, you know, figuring out what brings, what what evokes those emotions out of you. Because for me, like you said, you know, and you and I have connected, like, um, grounding. So just being outside, gardening. Hmm. You you plant. I'm not a greensman. I don't plant. Um, <laughs> I, don't, I don't garden. <laughs> like I can't even say I don't plant. Um, That's not me. But I do, you know, when I'm outside, especially by the river, by the water, um, where it's like really open and I don't, you know, where I'm away from man-made structures and I'm away from all of that. And I I do feel closer to my ancestors and I do feel led by them. And I do feel more at peace with myself and I feel more connected Mm -hmm. to myself. I can think clear. I can breathe, you know, anxiety and everything falls away. Um, that can happen in other spaces you know mm-hmm. it's just whether or not we're listening mm-hmm. and being present for it to happen mm. Mm. Um, for me a lot of times that happens when I'm cooking mm. um, yeah. so I've realized that cooking is kind of a healing thing for me I made mole last night <laughs> Oh, yeah, 8 o'clock at night and <laughs> <laughs> And you know, I was so happy. I was so happy afterwards, and I was just like, oh, you know, and why? Why not? You know, it's just because it's it's a healing. It's a healing process. Yeah. You just, um, you know, just following your intuition. I think for people who are who are lost in their culture or don't feel like they identify with a certain thing that they need to, mm-hmm. don't identify with labels. Identify with what right. makes you feel. Yeah happy, what makes you feel for grounded, sure. what makes you feel connected, what makes you feel yourself. Mm-hmm. And I think that's yeah for me that's been important. That's where I've that's how I've gotten to where I am now and where where I'm going is and and I and, and I say that in the realm of our culture. Like mm-hmm. in in the realm of our culture it doesn't matter you know what your the says or mm-hmm. what any other you know comment mm-hmm. is made upon you. It's, it's, it matters is you following your intuition and, and giving yourself to the things that make you feel connected Mm. to your ancestors, to your, to your family, to your, whatever it is, you know?
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. No. Yeah. That's good. That's so good. Um, I, I agree with that, you know, and not to sound like a broken record, but I just, you, you know who you are because like you, right. You feel comfortable in the space of cooking. That's, that's where you find your peace. That's where you can connect. And, you know, that works for you. And that's why I said earlier, it's different for everybody. So in those places where you feel like, I love to do this. I feel I can be who I am doing this. Then that's what you should be doing. That's who you are. And then you can expand a little bit more and, and, you know try to connect with it on a deeper level but it's different for everybody so um yeah uh yeah so let's go back to this whole no sabo yeah I guess that has to do with what like you what you don't know Spanish or
0: mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> don't people know... not know Spanish yeah no sabo kid they don't speak Spanish they don't understand Spanish
1: I, I had to look it up because of this other podcast I listened to uh, introduced a game on his podcast and it's called No Sabo Tu Sabes I think and it's an actual like I, I feel like the person or the creators of that game like they're local. It's an actual game? It's an actual game and I don't really what? I think the concept because he did a little clip on his Instagram a reel. He's playing with another person and it's basically like how do you say oh, this in Spanish and, oh. you, have, and you have to like you know so then I anyway when I heard it from him I was like what is no sabo and I went to go look it up and I was like oh and then that's when I was like yeah I have a no sabo kid in the house <laughs>
0: no sabas, no sabas. oh I see the game new latino yeah, so card it, game you yeah, your it's, Spanish okay mm-hmm. yeah
1: so I, uh, I thought it was very interesting that we are now making a game of this I mean I'm pretty sure there's gonna be words in that game that I'm like mm. I don't know I Cause that was the other thing I wanted to bring up. Cause you were talking about that lady who was like, who made the comment about you're not Latina enough, or what kind of Latino, Girl, Latina I think we were are you? Talking
0: about salsa or something, like making salsa, and I was like, I something I don't know. I really don't so, even remember that lady was a trap.
1: I just want to go back to that real quick because I will say this: that there are some people, like in the deeper parts of Mexico, that mm-hmm. obviously were born and raised they kind of look down on you depending on the way you speak Spanish, because there's different <laughs> mm-hmm. dialects of Spanish. And I, I grew up with my grandparents who pulled the whole, they understood English, but they wouldn't answer you or respond to you unless you spoke to them in Spanish. Yeah. So I was, you know, I had to speak Spanish. So I, I do know Spanish. Um, is it like perfect Castilian Spanish? Absolutely not. But I have had people, I've had conversations, like, from people that are from, like, Monterrey. They will get you. They'll get you. (laughs) You know, I even have some other, I have another friend, um, I think her parents are, she might be, uh, El Salvadorian. She's another one who'll kind of give you, or she'll give me a look, right, depending on a word. I'll say she's like, and I'll know that she's in her own way trying to correct me, and then I feel some type of way, like, (laughs) <laughs> I'm sorry. How do you say that? I probably speak better Spanglish than I do Spanish.
0: Yeah, that's the reality. But that's what I, yeah, I will not say that I'm affluent in Spanish or that I speak Spanish. I speak Spanglish. That's what I, I speak Spanglish.
1: But I also um, will say this because I caught myself doing it. You said that y'all were talking about salsa, so it sounds like maybe you were talking about how you make your salsa and
0: mm-hmm.
1: whatever. I think so. I have caught myself doing that same thing. Now, I've never told someone what kind of Latina or Latino I've never done that. Yeah. But one thing that I think it's important to recognize is that we all come from different places, right? So although you make your mole the way you make your mole, like you could tell me your recipe. I don't think that it's fair for anybody to say or to make a comment like, what kind of latina are you based off of how you make something because that's probably how you were taught to make it yeah i learned i learned this because i've been trying to learn my grandmother's enchilada recipe mm-hmm. this is where i this is this is where how where i said it Sorry. i asked someone who i had thought maybe like their mom would know how to make mm-hmm. the enchilada not when i say enchiladas i mean like the sauce like making it from scratch because that's how i remember my grandma making it I can't get this down, girl. I don't know what I'm doing wrong. <laughs> I don't know if I'm not listening to the right music. Like I just, I tasted and I'm like,
0: this oh, is girl, not you need the right music. Learned- Even my seven year old, she's like, mom, she need to put the <laughs> right music on. You want me to do that? I'm like, oh, okay.
1: <laughs> well, she's right. She's got. She's down to something. But anyway, my friend was telling me. She says, oh, she jokingly said, wait a minute. Why do you want me to ask my mom why can't you ask me i'm my enchiladas are good and i said okay well how do you make the sauce and she said wait you don't use the one in the can oh, oh. and i wanted to i want and i told her i said your your ancestors are turning in their grave right now what are you <laughs> talking about but the reality is that maybe that's just how she was taught how to make it i don't agree with it but yeah like my grandma would be like what is this yeah but Anyway, that's what I mean. It's like, we can't, we have to like get away from like shaming someone for how they make a dish is that's how they learn. That's how they learn. We all have different ways. I mean, there's probably a ton of recipes. I'll just give you an example. My beans, right? I have made borracho beans for everyone. I, I, I'm going to just put it out there right now. Like I use... Um, Bush's pinto beans in a can, girl. I do not be making beans, you know.
0: That it so it takes
1: too long. That's the process. You asked me the night before to make beans. Hello? you. I need yeah. time. I got to put these beans in the morning, probably the night before. You're getting bushes. Anyway, my point is is that was a hack that I found, and it's the same. I mean, there
0: might be it some out It doesn't make there. you any less if we were
1: Thank you. That's the problem. So,
0: <laughs> yeah, That's and so the I. Problem.
1: Yeah, and I think a lot of people we tend to like want to, you know, just just kind of like look down on people. Like, listen, I get it that that's the way it was done at one point in time, but it's really not like that anymore. And it doesn't make me less Mexican, American, Latina, Hispanic, whatever you want to call yourself. It doesn't make yeah. me less of a person. I think because that's how how people I people looking
0: it. for validation, people looking for.
1: Mm-hmm. Acceptance,
0: mm-hmm. Um, that have those questions or that you know make comments like that. Yeah, and I also think that these labels, these identifiers that we're talking about today in this episode, you know, Mexican American, Latina, Latinx. Um, no sabo. <laughs> <Right>. uh, <laughs> all What's these your, what is your
1: ethnicity? No sabo.
0: <laughs> Yeah other no, <laughs> um, yeah. all these identifiers you know were made by like you said some of them were made by different people some of them were made by ourselves some of them were you know different ways of expression but all of them all of the identifiers people need to understand that they are evolving mm-hmm. you know the same label that identified a group of people in the 60s cannot identify a group of people now.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, in the 50s, and the 40s, and the fucking Spanish people fucking colonized Mexico. Those labels don't work now. Mm-hmm. We're a whole nother people. We're a whole nother group of people with our own culture. Yeah. You know?
1: People, people don't like uh, the word evolving. It's like, we got to change. We got to be different, you know, and it just, It just bothers me that everything that's going on, like when I when I think about in our political world, it's like, what are you so afraid of? I don't understand what, you know, you you are the same people who want to eat our food and you want us to build your buildings and you want us to clean your houses and cut your grass. But but you really don't want Mm -hmm. us to do anything beyond that. You know, like we're more than just that. We can do more. It's been proven. We have done more. We've been doing more. And I don't know. I don't I don't know where that comes from, where that fear is, but it is a lot to do with fear. And I don't know what everybody is so afraid of. But I personally am not going to, you know, hide myself or try to be something I'm not because of that. Because I think then that that they've won. Yeah. So and and it's not about like <clears throat> winning or losing. It's just that you know this is who I am. Why do you want me to be, um, you know, a carbon copy of everything else? Why? Yeah. What is what is wrong with being different and who you are? And that's probably a question for myself too. I should probably look at myself in the mirror, and ask myself that question. What's wrong with being who you are? Um, but but truly, you know, I don't know where all of this is coming from. It's a little disheartening. Um, I wouldn't say that I'm scared. I'm, I'm not. I'm not really scared. It's just. It's just. It's discouraging because you've seen progress for so long, and all of a sudden it's like now we want to go back to a place where you know nothing good was happening. But again, I I think it's like what I was saying earlier. It's just anything to keep us separated mm-hmm. and not you know whole and unified. That's really what's you know. I think is what's going on behind the curtain because again, there's power in numbers. Yeah. Um, and I think that a lot of, I say they, right. Who are we talking about? They, I don't know the powers to be, um, they have realized that we have realized that, you know, we're (laughs) becoming a little bit more stronger. There's more of us. And they're probably like, wait a minute, what's happening right now. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I could probably go on on that topic forever, but yeah, this conversation. is good. Yeah.
0: <laughs> for sure. So, for at sure. the end of this conversation, if you had to identify, what would you identify yourself as? Oh, man. Yeah, I mean...
1: going I think this,
0: I'm gonna. That the, the answers are open to all labels that exist in any milieu.
1: I think because I think about my grandparents and how I was raised, at the end of the day, I would have to say Mexican-American.
0: Mexican-American.
1: I, I mean that that would be how I would
0: identify yeah I mean I think um it's not on any any government list or anything but I yeah I would still I would call myself Dehana. Dehana. Dehana.
1: no I, I think and I don't know I I've heard you say that before and I'm like that's actually I don't know I like that for you like and I know you're not the only person identifying as that, right? Like you're like the one and only, Tejana.
0: No, um,
1: I'm sure there are other people who identify the same, but I I think that that's that's perfect for you. Like just kind of knowing who you are. Um,
0: I I think that's that's good. It's it's what I grew what I grew into, what I realized mm-hmm. I am, and then when yeah. I when I did my 23andMe. Not, not, I, I wouldn't say it confirmed because I knew that that's who I was, but it reminded me that that's true to what I am because, um, whether you know, the borders have moved, but my family has mm-hmm. been here. Oops, I hit the mic. The borders have moved, but my family has been here mm-hmm. for generations. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, my, my, my family, my ancestors came from Spain, from England, from um deep uh, further south in mexico um but my immediate family my parents my grandparents their parents genetically i know we're here yeah. in texas yeah genetically i know we're here in texas and that's that's my culture i think texas texas culture with like a you know a mexican american influence and and like an indigenous influence and, uh, you know and all of the the european books I think it's all blended into Texas culture and and um, mm-hmm. I, it's, that's home for me
1: yeah yeah that's yeah I mean I, I i I do agree with that um but I also agree earlier what you said it's just kind of the labels right like yeah <laughs> at the end of the day I think we are the same we bleed the same blood uh nobody's blood is different (laughs) um you know and i mean that you know and i speak on or when i say that i'm talking about all cultures because i think that just in a different conversation (laughs) you know there's just so many people who they are they're they're the um they seem to think that they are like the culture right like I don't know where that came from but <laughs> we're all the same you know we 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 believe the same we feel the same sometimes not all not always but that's that's I don't know that goes into the whole like a another side of me that's like about world peace and like I'm the, mm-hmm. I'm that person like keep the peace uh definitely don't like you know fighting or anything like that so whenever I see a lot of like things that are related to racism or hatred when it comes to other cultures it's like come on let's why are we doing
0: this yeah <laughs> so I but other i think cultures. i love sharing i love sharing my culture with other cultures
1: yeah yeah for sure like it kind of you know just going back to that lady like i don't know what she was thinking like if she felt like she did it better did she Wasn't attempt to even
0: 60 mid 60s <laughs> she wouldn't wear a damn bra to work every day okay she's in trouble for a lot of shit this is this is a crazy crazy lady god love her you know she and i butted heads and i I was at that place for 10 years she left before me she retired before i left um houston but uh but by the time she left she and i were were on good terms and we were really you know we got we got closer um, That's funny the way that I, happens, right? I will say most of my, not that I was best friends or, you know, became like really close with her or anything, but, you know, an appreciation for each other grew. And, um, but even like my best friend, she knows me so, you know, it's crazy how much she knows me, even with the, the space difference, you know, she's in Houston, I'm in Antonio. we hardly see each other now, but, um, you know, we met when we were 12 and most school. we were about to score up you know and she was like no i don't want to (laughs) fight and you know we didn't get along you know we butted heads um i that's how i meet people either i we butt heads hardcore and then we we put all our pin the hellas down and you know become best friends and it lasts forever or or i meet people like you and a lot of other people i've met where I am now, my true self, or I'm, or you know, a closer version, more authentic. My walls are down, um, and when I when I meet people like that, um, you know, you meet people all the time. People come and go, but when you when you meet people with your walls down, and you connect mm. a lot easier. Sure. Um, on, and when you're leading with your intuition, you're leading with the things that make you you. Um, you establish connections a lot easier and faster Um, and then there's a lot of foundation there I think because you know you just inherently know that y'all are on the same Mm -hmm. coming from the same place Mm -hmm. or a similar place or have an appreciation for each other in that way and so I've met people like you and other uh, other people especially here in San Antonio um, where I've just connected with really fast because yeah yeah because we, because I approached with my walls down and with and led with what makes me me and not leading with defensiveness <laughs> sure
1: no yeah I think that's a good call out and you know I will share that some of the best connections that I've made with people it is the weirdest thing there's two people uh, well first I want to say that yes um some friends that i have now in the beginning we i i have a running joke um that like it's a whole thing right like when i first met you you were like a bitch <laughs> either i have thought that about someone who i'm really good friends with or someone has said that to me Same. and we are we always are like <laughs> me but i i can i understand because if someone thought that when they first met me that meant that my walls were up
0: yeah, and there, there was a reason with our for masculine it. Energy, yeah,
1: right. And so it's like cool, you know. Um, if that's what it was then, then that's what. But obviously, at some point in our getting to know each other, I was comfortable enough to let my walls down, and so now we're cool. Um, so I have met people like that, but I also, for whatever reason, have connected with people online, mm-hmm. and we are very good friends. I have a handful of friends that I have met them online, either through Facebook or through just other avenues. And even to this day, we are friends. We have reconnected. And every time we reconnect, we can pick up where we left off, even if it was 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 years ago. Yeah, it's really weird how that happens. But for whatever reason, the other group of people that I really connect with, I have no idea why, because I've never been to this place um i don't have family over there but anyone from the 956 i don't know i just i just gravitate to they gravit. i have so many friends from the valley and really? every single time i ask them like hey where are you from and they say the valley i'm like well yeah so i don't know what's up maybe i should go visit the valley and see like maybe the valley's calling where you were my were my people here so at some point like why is it that let's i have no issues connecting?
0: let's do the 23 maybe <laughs> right? so
1: So I don't know, I've never been to the Valley. I've always wanted to go, but I have met a lot of people from the Valley and like right off the bat, we just seem to click. And like, you know, some people like I don't talk to them, others like I'm just really good friends with, but you would think the number of friends I have from the Valley, like, are you from the (laughs) Valley? I'm like, I'm not, never even been to the Valley. (laughs) You (laughs) know,
0: made (laughs) that connection with the first few friends. And then those are the traits you, you are drawn to after that, you know?
1: maybe or I just I don't know maybe because they're so close to the border like maybe I, I don't know I don't know I don't get it but I always like get a kick out of it because I'll meet people randomly and we'll get to talking and that question where are, we'll go, oh, where, <laughs> where are you from and they'll be like oh I'm from McAllen or I'm from I forget from far or from you know like all these other little because in the valley there's different like places in the valley yeah. right it's not just like McAllen it's other little places and little pockets I'll be like oh okay well no wonder why I like you you're cool people so that's I don't know true. what that's about and I have like friends from the valley will be like don't go to the valley there's nothing in the valley <laughs> like you're you're not gonna like it. and I'm like really like I feel like I would because I mean you're cool and they're like yeah it's I left the valley for a reason <laughs> so I don't know but um yeah so
0: well thanks for having this conversation with me um for sure we are at a little bit over an hour, so I think we did pretty damn good.
1: I think we did. I think we did. Thank you for having me on. I'm excited to be on another podcast that's different. Yeah,
0: well, def- <laughs> I already have other ideas uh, written down, so we'll definitely, yeah. we'll definitely do another, another episode for sure. You and me.
1: Yeah. Hey, I was gonna tell you, your bestie. Mm-hmm. I was watching or listen, well, watching and listening to your cheese made catch-ups with her i feel like i know her from somewhere is she from the valley
0: <laughs> she's not from the valley she's from oh well she's from mexico And <laughs> she I did just, she she did grow up um i think she has some roots in brownsville i think or, <laughs> that's hilarious um,
1: i was just like where do i know this girl from like or maybe it was just her energy i was like i at first was listening and i was like i have to look at this because i knew you have video on spotify yeah and then i was seeing her i was like do i know her i was like well maybe she's been on social media somewhere and like that's how i know her but i can't put my finger on it but
0: i mean she seems like a pretty cool chick like she's very cool i i love her we she's one of those people i literally just met her in january like, For real? Yeah. Damn, we, met, I thought, we met each other and like that. We're just I mean it it's insane.
1: I thought y'all were been friends since like I don't know, she's the one with the converse, right? The or the yeah, the chucks, the green and the purple? Weren't you weren't you talking about
0: we oh, saw No, that's ch- not her. No, that's not her. No, no. The with the chuck that I saw my friend and we just knit we, we just yeah. Met. No, that's, no, not, that's her? not her. No, that's oh, my friend Cindy and in Houston. Oh, no, this oh, is damn. When I, I met her in January. My, my cheese spin you're talking about? Yeah. Yeah. No, I met her in January. Um, I met her at one of uh, the Coffee and Me's that Nadia puts on every month. And um,
1: oh.
0: I met her and, and we just clicked. And it's funny that you're saying, you know, that you, you just find yourself with so many friends or like, you know, getting along well with people from the Valley. I think you're the first person here in San Antonio that I've like met and become friends with really quickly and easily where it's like, you know, we just feel this connection. Um, that's actually from San Antonio. Like oh, I've, I've that's happened with me for a few other people. And, and I'm just like, once I get to know them, I'm like, oh, you're not from San Antonio. And I feel like I was just like connecting with people because we do have a love and appreciation for San Antonio, but we are from somewhere else. Sure. So like Vanessa, she's she grew up in Mexico, but then she has family. <laughs> I think near Brownsville and, and like McAllen like she was i talked to her recently she was visiting her family I think she was in McAllen but um and then another friend of mine is from uh oh I forgot but anyways yeah that's happened to me where I'm just like I'm connecting with these people with these women and I'm just like oh you're not from here either you're you're like me like you're kind of a yeah outsider getting you know getting into yeah. the San Antonio mix and it's yeah. Um, so, so you're the first one from San Antonio so I'm just like oh I feel a little more
1: <laughs> well I'm glad that um, that you connected that way I I, I told you that a friend of, of mine listened to our episode and she was asking how, if I've known you for a long time I said nah couple months Yeah. And she's like she said that she could you know she just felt like a like there was like a energy between us and I'm like yeah. that's cool I was like I, I, I said to be honest like we met through i explained to her how we met and really it wasn't even a meeting like i no, it was went just to like, a zoom something. call i went to a zoom call and then i was like hey who's this chick and then we connected on uh instagram and then i was like shouting you out and then like now here we are like it was it was just that it was that's all it was what's
0: crazy is like I, I didn't even realize that you were in the zoom call <laughs> like I had that's seen- funny I had seen off the cuff. I had listened to an episode before the the Zoom call. In the Zoom call, we're talking about it. So um, the grief one, right, with uh, mm-hmm. with clinical mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um And so when it happened, I didn't even know you were in there. Like while it was happening, mm-hmm. but I had known of you before, and I had seen. I mm-hmm. had listened to off the cuff to the podcast mm-hmm. before that. And so yeah, afterwards, and then we just and I went to your house and we recorded and. But yeah. that's what I'm talking about. It's like when we when we lead with our feminine energy and we have our walls down, it just it's which like, which is crazy because typically other people out. Like, you know what I mean? And you're just it
1: does, and strong, and if you you're think just about directed
0: it, to to the people that you're going to connect with more.
1: Yeah, no, for sure. And if you think about it, typically, as much as I hate to say this, but like, like you know, Latino women are seen as like feisty. Like they don't support each other. They don't. Like, you know what I mean? There's just that like that I don't know, just people tend to think that all we do is fight and we're always at each other's throats. And yeah. which
0: There is like, a lot I do of, see
1: yeah. that too.
0: But it's like jealousy, yeah, it's yeah. not
1: like that. Exactly. And it's like it's not even it's not even like that. I didn't at no point in time did I see you as competition. No. And that's what I think a lot of people expect. Like, oh, you got these two Latinas who have their podcast and, like, why aren't they at each other's throats? But why would why? we be?
0: <laughs> why would like, we why? Be? I don't, I don't we're, know. We're her. on like, our own didn't... journeys, you know? It's Yeah, like, she didn't
1: do anything to me.
0: I like what you said one time. I don't know if where you said it. It feels like in person, you know, when we're actually talking or if you, like, put it on a post or something but it's like we're two Latina podcasters, like you know, catching up, and it's like, it's a, yeah, yeah, we do the same thing. Yeah, one little avenue in our lives, right? You have yeah. your podcast; I have mine. That's one little thing that we do in the realm of what you know, our own right. separate lives. It's like what the fuck, you know? Girl, it's like why, why, why would it be?
1: people,
0: you know, people? <laughs> they look just want
1: to see us fight. They just want to see us fight. People look um, for that. But anyway, yeah, thank you for having me on. I have to jump into my other video. Oh, yes, yes. You know, I got this. Job. My computer charger. I gotta
0: go take it
1: <laughs> But yeah, whenever you wanna uh, connect and do something, I have some ideas too. I'm gonna shout her out right now. Please forgive me. Um, it's Malio Podcast. It's me, Leo Podcast. I say it all together.
0: You um, <laughs> didn't recognize it at first. I was like, Malio? Is that a new it's one? Me it's me, Leo. It's me, Leo. I always Leo. put it
1: together it's maleo she's gonna be like what i'm gonna shout her out tag her in this because i'm trying to do an episode with the both of y'all um i don't know when
0: i scheduled this one with you i was like god should i invite leo because i wanted to but i was like i don't have a lot of time so let me do that when i have more
1: time i'll uh i'll message her and uh i'll i'll i'm i'm
0: I can... i'm looking forward to meeting her because she's another one that i was her her podcast i have been listening to for a, a while like around the same time i started listening to yours
1: she's girl she's living it up in disney right now i'm like i'm living vicariously <laughs> through you girl because the thing about it is that i've always wanted to go to disney but i don't do crowds like i think about it, i'm like i have I don't know no if interest in gonna... disney
0: my poor kids i got it i'm gonna have to suck it up <laughs>
1: She's gonna hate us now. She's like, I'm like, I can't be on your show.
0: But I have no interest. <laughs> no, I think either.
1: she she talked about someone. People, she knows people that are like, mm, I don't know about all that. But I'll connect with her and I'll see if we can set something up and we'll figure out when you have a little bit more time to
0: to do something. Listen, the kids go back to school August, I think like 14th. Mm-hmm. So if we can do something okay. after August, for sure. Late for August, sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be great. Yeah. yeah. The only yeah. reason I have time right now is because the kids are at camp.
1: No, yeah, you're good. All right, girl. Well, thanks.
0: For the three of, you, the three
1: of us. <laughs> yeah, for
0: sure. I'll get with her and I'll let you know what's up. Okay, cool. All right. Bye. All right,
1: bye.
0: That's it for now, Mijas. Thank you for listening to another episode of Miha Listen. Uh, I appreciate you guys. We'll have another episode for you soon. Until then, make sure you're following and subscribing on Apple Podcasts or Spotify Podcasts. And if you want to help a girl out, go ahead and share the episode. Or rate, leave me a a rating on either one. That would definitely help. I appreciate you guys. And if you want to feel like the badass in the head that you are, represent your cultura, go to Mijalisten.com. Check out our merch. Our new summer collection is out right now. And uh, yeah, that's it. Have a great week. Y si quieres hablar conmigo on the podcast. Don't be shy. Reach out. Let me know. Send me DM. And, uh, you know, we'll set something up. I, I definitely want to talk to our community and our women Um, our mijas that are, are following and and leading and looking for their authentic self like I am on my journey so yeah that's what's up you guys have a great week portas bien portas bien that's it bye